Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Good morning. It's the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill. I don't know about you, Morgan, but I am sleeping great this week. Are you? I think the uh, it's a still a small sample size. It's only Wednesday morning. Right. But I have slept Sunday night into Monday, Monday into Tuesday, now Tuesday and Wednesday. I'm not waking up in the middle of the night. I'm it's sleeping. It's cold air. That's what it is. Maybe that's what it is. A hundred percent. Why do you think I've been sleeping with the air conditioner on since I was 13? Yeah, but I, I've had the air condition on all summer long. And I've had my sleep issues. Now I have the windows open. And You haven't had the air conditioning on throughout the night, though, while you sleep. Sure I have. You just told me yesterday that Paula won't let you turn it on. No, she won't let me turn it on now. She won't let me turn it on now where the nights are so cool and you can open up the window. Okay, got in the, it. In the summertime, we're allowed to turn on the AC. Okay, and you keep it on all night? That's surprising to me. In the summertime? Yeah. Yeah, it just... I don't know. It's it runs through its cycle, right? You keep it. At I'm a... asking the wrong person. Paul is the one who controls the AC in your household. Yeah, the way that I understand that an air conditioner works, you set it at the temperature you want, and you just keep it there. Do you not do that? You turn it on and off. Yes, but you can either. There's different. Like you can have it turn on and off, or you can have it just stay on the entire night. Right, but it, it doesn't run the entire night. It only runs to keep it at the temperature that you set it at. No, mine runs the entire night. <laughs> Interesting. The entire night. Yeah. I don't know. We might not even be talking about the same thing. I'm not sure. Uh, but speaking of sleeping soundly through the night, the National Sleep Foundation has come up with a new recommendation on the best sleep practices. And I was almost outraged. And I was going to say, I don't even want to know, because every time that we read something like this, it just triggers me. So they reviewed 63 studies, and now sleep doctors and experts say that sleeping in for an hour or two on the weekends can help you make up for lost sleep. Previously, they didn't recommend sleeping in because they said having a consistent routine with the same bedtime and the same time that you get up every day was more important. So what did you learn? Nobody ever knows what the heck they're talking about. So do what you want to do. Live your life. Because one second they'll say don't sleep in. The next second they'll say sleep in. I'm glad I wasn't listening to the National Sleep Foundation. (laughs) Oh, me neither. Saturday, I am dead to the world until about 9 o'clock. That's kind of my policy, too. On the weekends, I like to wake up when I wake up. Now, on Sunday, however, I do not sleep in. Oh, you have to get up. I had to get up for church about 6.30, which is still later than we get up for, you know, when we come here. But I still get up early because if I sleep too late on Sunday, then I won't go to bed Sunday night and that will ruin me for the rest of the week. Oh, gotcha. I mean, geez, they should really study our sleep. If there's anybody out there that would 
be interesting to look at their sleep schedule, it should be me and you. I'm sure that we have some sort of a a company, a, a business here in Cleveland that that does sleep studies. Let's reach out. We should. <laughs> be like, we'll be the guinea pigs. Right, exactly. Please. Choose us. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104. Q104. 90s, 2000s, and now. It's the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill. Morgan, you're not on Tinder. No. Are you? Lord, no. But I used to be back in the day. Okay, but you've you've canceled your subscription. The the app is no longer on your phone. It hasn't been on my phone in a very long time. You don't intend on on downloading the app again. I have absolutely no need to do that. One one more time before David gets back into town. No. Um okay. So yeah, I I know of Tinder. I've never I don't even know what it looks like. Like if you showed me Tinder, I'd be like, okay. Well, I, you there could it is. <laughs> you could also show me the Whole Foods app, and I'd be like, that's Tinder. Right, okay. Right, like right. I, I don't know what it looks like, but uh, Tinder has introduced a new subscription option that's four hundred and ninety nine dollars a month. A month. It's called the VIP service. No. Tinder Select. It's going to allow users to access special perks. Like what? Like being seen by more users. Stupid. And then you get access to the dating app's most sought-after profiles, whatever that may be. I don't know. I don't know what that is. Stupid. It's a money grab. That doesn't even make any sense. Well, first of all, what are the most sought-after profiles? Right. Like, Like, for women, would that be models? For men, I don't know. Professional athletes? Right, like guys with dogs in their profile pictures. What does that mean? But that seems like just your regular guy. Right. Like, why Why would you have to pay the $500 a month for this? Uh, and then Tinder Select is actually going to be exclusive. It says membership spots are limited to less than 1% of users to ensure that you receive the most exclusive experience possible. I wonder if this would work. Like, if you're a guy... And you buy the Tinder Select. You can afford it, the $500 a month. I wonder if the women that you're trying to to seek, I wonder if they can tell that you spent the $500. Right. Because I, that might be a plus. And like, then if, but like if he skips out on dinner because he's got to pay his $500 <laughs> Tinder bill, like that's not, that's not great for the relationship. Right, that would backfire on you, I guess. I don't oh know. gosh! Aren't you so glad that you don't have to do this anymore? This so glad. dating thing. So glad. It's Q one hundred four, the Q Morning Show. Here's Olivia Rodrigo. Q one hundred four, nineties, two thousands, and now the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill. Good morning. So this Taylor Swift movie, The Eras Tour. We'll be hitting theaters next month, October 13th. Correct. And Morgan and I rented out an entire theater. An entire theater for our lovely listeners. It'll be at a particular location on a particular night. And very soon, we should be start starting to give away movie passes for that, I would imagine. That's coming up in, in just a few weeks. Yes. So would you like to hear how the, the latest reason how I'm losing my mind? Sure, yes. So I have two boys. 12 years old, 8 years old, Will and Drew. And they're both heavily involved in sports, even though one of them is only really in a sport right now. Uh, Drew's playing soccer. Uh, Will isn't playing sports, but he's practicing sports. So he's getting ready for basketball season. And even his baseball team is taking advantage of the nice weather and having baseball practices. 
And on Sunday, it was kind of a busy day. Will had two basketball games on Sunday morning, followed up by baseball practice right after that. And then in the afternoon, Drew had a soccer game. Too much. Your whole entire day, <laughs> gone. It was, uh, it was overwhelming, for sure. And I'm sitting there. I'm at Drew's soccer game. And I realized that I'm starting to get confused over which kid I'm watching playing sports sometimes. <laughs> and there was a moment during the game where the coach is screaming at one of the kids. This is, I think, for the other team. He's just like, Will, Will, get in your position. Will, Will, get in your position. And I'm watching this and I'm getting mad. I'm like, that's true. Will, <laughs> Will, listen to your coach. Get in the right position. Yeah, and then I remember I'm watching Drew play soccer. <laughs> and I'm not watching Will. And you're yelling at somebody else's kid named Will? Right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sorry, Will. You you do what you want, buddy. You do you. <laughs> If you don't want to be in position, oh, I'm sorry. That's funny. Sorry, kid. I don't mean to yell. I feel like that's actually pretty natural. Like, I know I'm not a parent, but I do have two nieces. They're three years apart in age, but they're also getting to the age where if I'm trying to talk to Livy, I'll be like, Ellie. And yeah. she's like, I'm Livy, you know, and vice versa. I think it's normal. You're not losing your mind. Yeah, that that's normal. I do that all the time. I call my kids by the, the wrong name yeah. all the time. But if I were you or Paula and I had to deal with your kid's sports schedule, I wouldn't know who was playing what sport at what time. I would have no idea. Yeah, I can't imagine having more than two kids. I mean, I know I have friends that have like I have a friend of mine has three boys and they're all active in sports. I don't know how he does it. Right. I don't know how families with with four kids do it. Um. And, and so on and so forth. Five kids? I don't right, get that. Right, <laughs> don't understand that. Right. It's a foreign concept to me. Just want to say best of luck to uh, Will, the Will that's not Bill's right. son, the Will that Bill was yelling at on Sunday. Yeah, he was having a rough day. <laughs> Clearly was not in position. Didn't know where the position was. He's like, why is this? Why is Drew's dad yelling at me? Yeah. And Will doesn't even play soccer. Like, why would I even? <laughs> why would I even get confused oh, about goodness. what kid I'm watching? It's all right. Hash it out is on the way. It's Courtney and Timothy that are going to join us today. They are married, and they're having a problem. Okay. In the bedroom. Do we want to know? It's not that kind of problem. <laughs> okay. I was like, uh, I don't want to know. It's a different problem. <laughs> okay. We'll get into it next. They make your day. They make you laugh. Morgan and Bill. It's like they've been friends forever. And they're fun to listen to. The Q Morning Show. Q104. Q104. 90s, 2000s, and now. It's the Q Morning Show. Morgan and Bill. We're going to hash it out this morning. I am really looking forward to this hash it out because... It's a married couple, and okay. I want to say that I think I've had this fight before. <laughs> With your wife, Paula? It's very possible that I've had this fight. I'm not sure. I kind of need Timothy and Courtney to have this fight. It might jog my memory. Let's do it. It feels like a conversation I've had, though. So Timothy came to us first, so we're going to bring in Timothy first, but hash it out. You know how it works. Courtney is here, too. She is listening in the the entire time she's going to be able to respond to anything that timothy says but timothy you're up first good morning good morning tell us about the issue that you're having with your wife courtney well 
it's something that initially wasn't really a big deal, but it's become a, a big problem now. Um, we have a TV in our room. You know, a lot of people do. And my wife is one of those people now who needs a TV to fall asleep. And it's just it's just ruining my sleep. Every night, I can't fall asleep with the TV on. You know, I'm somebody that needs complete silence in the room before I can fall asleep. Okay. okay. I feel like that's a pretty big problem. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, at this point, you know, we can't even go to bed at the same time. Right now, I'm letting her go to bed first, you know, so she can have the TV on and she'll put on, like, The Office or Bravo or whatever, <laughs> whatever she's watching. And then after she's asleep, I'll go in there, I'll turn off the TV, and then I can go to sleep. You know, but, like, you know, I, I mean, I used to enjoy going to bed at the same time with my wife, you know, and, you know, for all sorts of couple and married reasons, and now it's becoming just an issue. So what you're saying is that none of this is working for you. The, the TV in the bedroom is not working. Yeah, I mean, like, sometimes I'm tired before her, you know, and, and I want to go to bed. But she can't fall asleep without the TV on. So, you know, I'm I'm just... I'm, you know, I'm here on the radio with y'all trying to figure out a solution, something that that'll work for both of us. And you don't want to sleep divorce because that's the new thing that we keep seeing thrown around there is where you guys (laughs) sleep in separate rooms, but you're still happily married. You don't want that. Yeah, exactly. I I, I don't want that. I actually, I kind of, I kind of miss going to bed at the same time with my wife. Okay. Let's not discount that though. Yeah. Let's, let's just put a pin in that. A sleep sleep divorce. divorce. Maybe Courtney wants that. (laughs) I don't know. Courtney, good morning. Good morning. All right. So you heard everything that your husband, Timothy had to say. What is your side of the television in the bedroom thing going on? You know, it's just just getting almost out of hand. I think what what Tim failed to mention is uh, it was your idea, buddy. It was your idea to get a TV in the bedroom. And I didn't even want one at first. We didn't have a TV in the bedroom. I embraced it. I embraced it. And I didn't know this about myself that I could fall asleep with the television on. Like, I've been, it's, it's incredible. And I've told this to you. Sleep, instant sleep. It's fantastic. I didn't know this either. But again, your idea. So here we are. I mean, I wanted the, you know, I wanted the TV so we could watch TV together, you know, like sometimes, you know, if we felt like being in bed and snuggling instead of, you know, watching TV in the living room or a lazy Sunday where we just grab a cup of coffee and stay in bed and watch TV. You know, I wasn't thinking it was going to become this thing that was going to be a nightmare for me where I wasn't going to end up getting any sleep every night. Yeah, but I don't know what you want me to do. do you, so I'm supposed to we're, we don't turn the television on now and now I can't fall asleep. Like what I know you need to like go to, you know, and it's just, I don't know what you want me to do. I mean, I want you to kind of stop. I mean, like, I mean, I, I showed you the articles and stuff. It's not good for you to fall asleep with the TV on and everything. Why don't you go to bed first? Why don't you go to bed first? It's that simple. It's not that simple because then you come in and turn on the TV and that wakes me up. Once you come in. (laughs) Sleep divorce. (laughs) No, I don't want to sleep divorce. I want to go to bed with my wife without the TV. Is that like too much to ask? All right, Courtney and Timothy. I can't sleep. You know this. All right. We're going to stop you guys right there. Courtney and Timothy. Yeah, I think we got it. So this was not the fight that, that my wife and I had about the TV. My wife refuses to have a TV in the bedroom at all. Probably because of this reason. This sounds like a perfect example of of what my wife wanted to avoid. Right. So Timothy wanted a TV in the bedroom to bring them closer together, but 
The TV in the bedroom is pushing them farther apart. And now what do they do? Morgan has suggested sleep divorce. But I don't think that's what they want. I don't know. Courtney, do you want a sleep divorce? Do you want Timothy to sleep in another room? I don't. I can't believe it's come to this. I don't want that either. I love my husband, but I just. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this. you brought this into our life, Tim, and now we have to figure <laughs> it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll take sleep divorce off the table. I think they just have to remove that TV from the room completely. Do you think? Yeah, I do. But let's get into this. 216-474-0104. The TV's in the bedroom. Timothy wanted it there. Courtney didn't at first. Now she loves it. What do they do next? Let's hatch it out. 216-474-0104. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Hash it out is happening on the Q Morning Show. It's Morgan and Bill. We're discussing Courtney and Timothy's problem. Timothy had this idea where... uh, he said, I, I want to put a TV in the bedroom. And I think this is a common thing. Yeah, right? sure. We have a TV in our bedroom. Oh, you do have one. I do, yes. We rarely ever watch it. We don't watch it at night. Only only if it's like a Saturday morning and we want to watch football or whatever, coffee in bed. Uh, but no TV on at night. But that's the problem that, that Courtney and Timothy are having because Courtney has become addicted to having right. the TV on at night. And now she says she falls asleep better right. when the TV is on. And so we're looking for solutions to help this couple out this morning. Tracy's in Middleburg Heights. Tracy, good morning. Good morning. What do you think Courtney and Timothy should do? Okay. My suggestion is she probably just needs noise. I get that. I have ADHD, so noise is like essential. Uh, a fan. Put in a fan in the room. It's loud enough to make noise for her, quiet enough to be okay for him to sleep during. I don't know. Suggestion. Yeah. I, I, find I like that a, suggestion. I do, too, because I, I think you have to start with either coming up with ground rules like Morgan and David do in the bedroom right. where you're not allowed to have the TV on at night. Or get rid of that TV altogether. Yeah. And maybe it's a fan. Now, I use an app on my phone, the Rain Rain app. Yeah. I mean, it's like a white noise type situation where the noise will help you fall asleep. I think that's a great solution. We have more. Beth is in Wycliffe. Uh, Beth, good morning. Good morning. What do you think about, uh, what's her name? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, What's her name? What do you think of all what's her name? Well, what's her name? I understand how Courtney. what's her name feels. Courtney um, I also need um I also need noise to fall asleep, but I find that podcasts or an audiobook actually really help me. And I choose an audiobook that I've already read before, so I'm not too interested. And that actually helps distract my mind enough that you can use earbuds so that, you know, your partner can't hear them and it you know, it really helps me fall asleep. Oh, that's an interesting suggestion. I think Michelle, who's in Strongsville, you you have a similar suggestion. Is that right, Michelle? Yes, just to have the um, earbuds connected to the TV. My husband used to do that all the time. Now and He could watch the news and I could fall asleep. I'm going to ask a, what, what is hopefully not a really dumb question, but is it difficult to fall asleep with the earbuds in your ear? Because I, I think that I would have a problem like rolling over on my side and having an earbud in there. Well, I think usually what would happen would he would find himself falling asleep and nodding off, and then he would just turn it off and take the earbuds out. Take them or out. if he fell asleep for a little bit, he'd wake up, you know, in an hour or something and just pull them out. 
All right. I think that's a great idea. Yeah, all of these are great suggestions. I think you have to start there. Yeah. But I think you have to. That's the one thing that I think we all agree on. You have to keep the TV off at night. Yes. I know, Courtney, I know that you're falling asleep to the TV at night, but you've got to find But we have solutions. We have solutions here. And no sleep divorce. Yay. Try all those out. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104, Hollywood Dirt Sheet next. In Northeast Ohio, we proudly rep our suburbs. But there can be only one winner in the land. Battle of the Burbs on the Q Morning Show. Trying to win these Noah Khan tickets. Morgan, let's meet our contestants for today. First up from the city of Berea, it's Travis. Travis, good morning. Welcome in. Good morning. Thank you. Let's meet your challenger from the city of Brook Park. It's Jason. Jason, good morning. Happy Wednesday. Good morning. All right, you guys. It's a best of five question quiz. Your name is your buzzer. Question number one. Mike, the situation, Sorrentino, rose to fame on what TV show? Travis. I heard Jason by a hair. Mm, Me too. The Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore is correct. Question number two. Which singing voice is the highest pitch? Tenor? Travis. Travis? Soprano. Soprano is right. Tied with one question correct apiece. Question number three. Adele is hosting a residency in what U.S. city? I heard Jason. Oh, Las Vegas. Yep, Las Vegas is correct. Okay, Travis, you have to get this question correct to tie the game. Jason, if you get this correct, you will win. If either of you miss it, we will go to question five. Question number four. In Disney's The Lion King, what was Simba's uncle's name? Jason. Travis. Jason for the win. Scar. Scar. Travis, I'm so sad. Oh, no. I'm sorry, Travis. Congratulations, Jason. Yeah, I think that was Travis's first time playing. It was, and she was very excited. But you shouldn't feel bad about that, Jason. Can I tell you when I'm looking at our call screener, I know that Travis is a female, but all I see is Jason and Travis, and having read every story about the Kelsey brothers for the past (laughs) three days, it's like really tripping me out right now. We can't get away from all the (laughs) Taylor Swift references We really can't. Thanks, Jason. Have a great day today. Yep. Thank you. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. No way it was last night. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. The Q Morning Show. It's Morgan and Bill. What Taylor Swift has done for the economy in 2023 is staggering. Right. I mean, when you really think about it. The Eras Tour, which I mean, billions of dollars, billions, and, and of course what it's done for for the local communities and the and the local economies, 
the movie theaters right now with the, uh, the the Eras Tour coming out to movie theaters, that's going to exceed yeah, they, 100 million, I want to say. An I, opening weekend, yeah. it said. 100 to 125 million in opening weekend. And just for the sheer fact that it's rumored and confirmed that Taylor Swift is dating Travis Kelsey, the Kansas mm-hmm. City Chiefs, Sales of Travis Kelsey's jersey has increased 400%. This is Swifties (laughs) buying Travis Kelsey's football jersey. Swifties are also buying tickets to see the Kansas City Chiefs. I just saw that. (laughs) They're, they're, they're getting tickets and and it's not even Kansas City. Uh, the, the Chiefs play in New Jersey. They're playing the New York Jets on Sunday and they're buying up tickets for that game only because they think that Taylor's going to be there. Show up at the, the They don't care about football. Right. <laughs> they just want to see Taylor Swift at the Jets game. It's insane. It's, it's really crazy. And now Morgan's saying that there's an expert out there that is predicting that this union between the two of them, between Travis and, and Taylor, is something that could be long lasting. Yeah, there is a matchmaker. Her name is Courtney Quinlan. She's the founder of Midwest Matchmaking. So this is her business. This is what she does for a living. And she thinks that Travis and Taylor are the real deal, that they could go the distance for a couple of different reasons. Oh, sorry. Hang on. I I have it. I just had, <laughs> didn't have it ready. I will have it ready. Yeah. Give me two seconds. It's okay. She gives a very long list of reasons, so we'll go through them all. Here we go. I'm one of the top matchmakers in the Midwest, and I am also a Kansas City Chiefs season ticket holder, so I've always been a Travis Kelsey fan, and also a Taylor fan, of course. So when I first heard the news that they may be dating, I didn't really believe it. But then, after there seems to be a lot of evidence now showing that they are really an item, I freaking love it. And here's why. Taylor does what a lot of people do. She has a type, and she just keeps dating that type, and she just keeps getting the same results, which is failed relationships. I mean, we hear about it in all of her songs, right? So her type has kind of been like artists, musicians, actors, kind of pretty boys, skinny, kind of whiny. And she has moved over in a totally different direction to a man, a hot, muscly, athletic man. (laughs) And this is why I think this is going to work. Clearly what she's been doing has not been working. And as far as I know, she's never dated a professional athlete, at least one like Travis Kelsey. And so this is why this is going to work. He is not what she's been dated before. And he is a real masculine man who will let her have that feminine energy. She'll be the princess. He will treat her like a queen. And she's not going to be dating basically somebody just like her. All right. I'm convinced. (laughs) That's all it took. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. She swayed me. Yeah. I mean, they also just have their own careers. They're both successful in their own right. I mean, I know a lot of people are like, oh, this is a PR relationship for clout or whatever. But who needs the clout? Like, you know, like Taylor Swift doesn't need the clout from this. Travis Kelsey doesn't need the clout from this. They're right. both pretty famous in their own respective careers. And again, look what they're doing for the economy, people. Right. Look what they're doing. You know, <laughs> no. that lady, that, uh, what, what is she? She's a, She's a matchmaker. A matchmaker. She needs a better microphone for her videos. <laughs> she wasn't using a microphone. She's I know. just talking to us. That's an issue. Welcome to the world of TikTok. Not everything is a radio show, Bill. I, I just think... Better production for your videos would, would help her. Doesn't matter. Uh, okay, speaking of couples that we hope last forever, Morgan and David. <laughs> well, yeah, I would hope so. Gosh. <laughs> if you enjoy being a part of the wedding planning, 
We're going to jump into some of that next, right? Uh, <laughs> was that your Chewbacca impersonation yeah. you tried to do that? <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel right now. It's uh, the Q Morning Show. We're back in minutes. For you, I guess you moved on really easily. Q104, 90s, 2000s, and now. Morgan and Bill, the Q Morning Show. Real-time update, Morgan. Yes. David, who has officially been cleared to get his visa papers and is flying back home this weekend, or flying to America this weekend, has he received his visa papers yet in the as, mail? As of this morning, Yes. He, he has, has it. He has his visa paper. He has his passport. He's coming to America, baby. There's nothing stopping him now. Nothing. So with all that good news, I'm even I'm kind of surprised that you're even doing any wedding planning this week. I mean, you should just kind of cruise this week and enjoy the fact because this is homecoming week. I know. I mean, it, it's homecoming week for high schools. They're doing all their homecoming dances and, you know, the football games and everything else. It's David's homecoming week. I'm regretting planning anything because I'm stressed the heck out. And David is running around so frantic. He is not able to help me. So I'm in a situation, got myself in another pickle last night with the mini wedding planning. And now I'm stressed and I need a solution, which is why I'm talking about it now. What is the, the latest obstacle that you've encountered so you know that the family's going to florida right third week of october yes everyone's in the family group text book my flights book my flights book my flights except for david and i okay so i'm like yesterday last night i'm like i gotta book our flights tonight otherwise the price is going to continue to go up yeah and and you guys are the reason that everybody's going down there anyway you're gonna have a bunch of people in your group text and in your family upset at you if if you don't go to florida and they all do i never ever book through a third-party site. I never do it. I just go on the airline website, I book the flight, I'm done with it. Like Expedia or... There's a bunch of different ones. Expedia, Priceline, Orbit. You know, there's all of these things that are reputable. You know, people use them a lot. Last night, for the first time, I booked through one of those third-party sites, okay? okay? I was... Because it had the cheapest price, and I was... Really looking at the fine print because I wanted to make sure I had everything correct. And when I booked it, it said that a carry-on bag was included in this booking that I did on a third-party site. Mm -hmm. So then I check out and I realize it's not included. And I'm annoyed because at first it was cheaper. If I have to buy a bag, now it's not cheaper. And I wanted to you know, just buy it on the original airline website. Well, then it also says here, let me pull it up. Cancellation policy. This flight is fully refundable on the website if canceled within 23 hours after booking. So I was like, okay, I'll just cancel it and I'll, you know, rebook on the actual website, make sure I get the best price. I go to cancel it. And as of this morning, the only refund that they are issuing me is the, um, oh, what's the word? The insurance. I bought $18 worth of insurance for each of us in case something bad happened. So we are originally charged for this flight to Florida. Now, keep in mind, this was the best price that I found out there. $371. Okay? Mm -hmm. I wanted to cancel that whole entire trip because it would be cheaper on, you know, Frontier where I'm flying. It said it was 100% refundable. On this receipt, all it's saying is refund due $36. Well, 
Why do you believe that they're not refunding you the, the full price of the flight? I didn't get a confirmation email that they were refunding me the price of the flight. And on the payment summary, it says originally charged three seventy one, refund due thirty six dollars, total charged three hundred and thirty five dollars. And you're like, hey, what the heck? Like I was supposed to have one hundred percent cancellation fee. If I canceled within twenty three hours, I canceled ten minutes after I bought this flight. Why is my refund not showing up? Now, your options here, you could do nothing and you'd have plane tickets to go down to Florida, but you'd have to pay for that bag. But it says canceled. Oh, it still says canceled. Yeah. So it's now it's two thi- now it's showing you two things. It's showing me that it's canceled, but it's not showing me that I have the refund. Okay. So now what do, what do I do now? I tried to get a little chat with them last night. Of course, everybody's robots can't talk to a person anymore on these Mm -hmm. chats. So how do I make sure that A, I either get that $335 refunded or B, just just let me know that I still have plane tickets if you can't refund me for it. Yeah. What do I do? Uh, The first thing that comes to my mind, if you... I mean, because, yeah, that's a pain that you have to, to contact customer service for this third-party site. Like, if you want the refund, then, yeah, I would imagine you would have to go through them. But another thought that occurs to me, if you just want to confirm if you are booked on that flight, you could call the airline and find out if you're booked. Because they'll they'll have it right there. You'll be on the manifest, whatever they call it. I'm just confused. I thought I canceled it. I thought there was a 100% refund policy. That's what it says. I don't want to wait all day long. Like, am I missing something? Are they going to email me later? Has anybody had this happen to them before? If anybody is listening to this and you're like, you know what? Yeah, I had this same thing happen to me. This is what I did. Uh, 216-474-0104. Even if it's a mini wedding, it's still stressful. This is ruining homecoming week. (laughs) Q104. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104, Morgan and Bill. Morgan's having a little bit of a travel nightmare right now. She's trying to get down to Florida for a wedding. Yeah, mini wedding planning stress. It doesn't matter how big the wedding is. It's still going to be stressful. And she bought some airfare. She bought some plane tickets. But it wasn't what she wanted. Yeah, under wrong premises. You know, they're like, this is the best price. The bag's included. Well, the bag ended up not being included. So whatever. They said 100% refundable if you cancel within 24 hours. I canceled and I haven't got the refund. I haven't got an email. I've been refunded the travel insurance, but not the actual price of the ticket. So I'm like, are they scamming me? Am I not getting a refund for $350? Can I buy another ticket? What's happening? Susan is on the line in Hudson. Susan, good morning. Hi. Did something similar happen to you when you heard Morgan's story? You're like, hey, that was me. It did happen to me. I I was buying an international flight. I wasn't sure um, the exact date. So I thought, well, I'll make sure that it's refundable. So I called ahead. I actually called a travel agent and said, this is my understanding. You have one day to cancel. Is that true? You have 24 hours. She said, yes. So I booked the flight and then did some checking and realized that was the wrong date. So I canceled. And I had also bought the insurance. And the insurance refund came almost immediately. And then the flight refund came the next day. Oh. So because usually your insurance is a third party, 
so that payment to them, you know, you bought it from the airline, but they paid the third party. Right. And then as soon as you cancel it, the third party reimbursed me. And then it took another day uh, for the uh, airline to do it. But I will tell you this. So I did get it. I hope you get it. But when I was talking to the travel agent, they said to me, just so you know, if you buy it from an airline, they give you exactly 24 hours to do the cancellation. If you buy it from a travel agent, they give you till the end of the next business day. So if you bought it at 8 o'clock in the morning from Delta or American, whoever, and then you you were canceling, you only had until 8 a.m. the next morning. But if you bought it at 8 a.m. today from a travel agent, you'd have until the end of business tomorrow Oh wow! to cancel, which I had no idea. So anyway, that was my story. It all worked out. I hope yours does, too. Oh, that thank you. All right. Well, then. Yeah. That gives you a little bit of hope then, Definitely, right? yes. Because maybe the refund just hasn't come through yet. Uh, yeah, and I'm being a little impatient. I just, I have to now buy another ticket, and I don't want to be out, you know, $700. So I want to make sure I get that refund. Right. So don't panic today. Panic tomorrow. Uh, Mika's on the line. Mika, good morning. Are you still there, Mika? I'm still here. What was your you suggestion me? for Morgan to do? Um. If Morgan um, can't get the refund, like tomorrow, if you don't get the refund and customer service is not being helpful, you can call your bank because you've already tried to get your refund back and have them reverse your transaction. You can? Really? Yes. Do they do that for... I, I knew that they do that did that for... Like um, unauthorized purchases? I guess this technically would be an unauthorized purchase. Well, no. Well, especially since, you know, it says you can get a full refund within, what, 24 hours? Yeah. Why okay. are you confused, You've already Bill? Taken... <laughs> well, I, I knew that you could call the bank and, and have them do that for, for, like you said, unauthorized purchases. If you suspect that your, uh, your identity's been stolen and someone's buying pizzas and iTunes without your permission... But I didn't know that you could. The bank would step in for things that you purchased that you that you willfully purchased. Yeah, no, because um, uh, my girlfriend a couple times has had to get a refund from something, and she's had to call her bank to reverse the transaction because, like, like with DoorDash, she needed to get a refund. DoorDash wouldn't give her the refund and referred her to the restaurant, and the restaurant said it was DoorDash's problem and right. referred her to the other one. So she ended up having to call her bank instead and get their transaction reversed. Huh. Interesting. Okay. The bank, the as bank long will do as that. you go through the legwork of actually talking to, trying to get the refund from the initial place first, and uh-huh. you let your bank know you've done that. They should be able to reverse the transaction for oh. you. Okay, well, there we go. We have plan A and we have plan B. Yeah, interesting. I would never have thought to do that for something that, that I purchased on my own. Right. Like to have the bank step in. Yeah, like, but I mean, it technically would be an unauthorized purchase because there was a cancellation policy and the business didn't live up to the cancellation policy. There you go. There you go. Thank y'all. This has been the <laughs> consumer reports yeah. portion of our show today. <laughs> I appreciate y'all, truly. I'm always learning. It's the Q Morning Show, Q104. Good morning.